Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The the my favorite thing about hotels is the 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 crappy coffee that always that always comes with it. If there's one thing I get from room service, it's not like a pillow. I, I don't ask for. I don't even need them to clean the room. I just need extra coffee packets and extra coffee cups. I it for me it's not that it's like my favorite part it's just like a necessary part like I don't I don't drink this coffee because I like it it's I drink it because otherwise I would not be able to function as a human being <laughs> yeah I seriously I, I'm not even joking about like the not cleaning my my hotel room like my room could be thrashed and be like I don't want to clean this but I'm out of coffee so it's so all. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some more of those tearaway packets that I can throw in the trash as soon as I'm done. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, everybody. This is Travis. Hello, everybody. This is Brandon. My voice didn't last through three words of the start of our show, but this is Apathetic Enthusiasm. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm, where we usually talk about articles and uh, throw in a pop culture spin, look at them through a pop culture lens. But this week, we're going to do something a little bit different, I think. It's a, it's a, th- it's a throwback episode, if, yeah. if, if, if we're being honest. This is, this is getting back to our roots, Brandon. This is... <laughs> This is the core essence of what made Apathetic Enthusiasm the mediocre podcast that it is today. Exactly right. You know, sometimes we want to give you, the listener, just a a taste of that nostalgia, right? And so we're going to throw back. Uh, In other words, we're just... Way, way back. All the way to 1995. (laughs) I think we're just lazy, actually, this week is is the thing. let's, Let's not call it lazy. Let's just say really busy. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so we are do we we did a Netflix rewatch. If you've been a listener of the podcast for a long time, then you are very familiar with the Netflix rewatch concept. If you are a new listener, uh, what we do is a, we used to do this every month, but we go out to Netflix, we find a movie, uh, a shining example of the fine cinema that is available <laughs> mm-hmm. on the Netflix streaming platform. Mm-hmm. And we pick a movie, we watch it, and then we talk about it. Uh, most of the time, these are movies that, for whatever reason, I haven't seen, and you have seen, Brandon. I, d- I don't know why it works out that way. Yeah. Uh, I'm still, even having rewatched this film, I'm not positive whether or not I've seen it before. I feel like I have seen it, but it was so forgettable that maybe I just don't recall the movie at all. I don't know. Yeah, I... This particular one, I think I saw in the theater, if we're being honest with each other. Are we being honest with each other, Travis? Uh, I, I try to avoid it, but I guess for the sake of this episode, we can try to be honest. Okay. All right. Well, th- this this episode only. <laughs> this episode only. Uh, yeah. No, I... Here's... Do, do we say what the movie was already? We did No, it. no. So the, the movie... If, if you've clicked <laughs> on it, if you probably, it's probably in the title, but we... Our Netflix oh. rewatch this week was <laughs> Judge Dredd. 
Not not Judge the one Dredd, with Carl then, Urban. No, not not Dread. Mm-mm. Uh, and not I don't know. There's probably a movie called Judges somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but this is Judge Dread, the 1995 blockbuster action-packed Sylvester Stallone classic. Can I? Can we? Can we say classic? Is that is that fair to say? I mean, it's old. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it is. It, it is like that's. It's twenty years old. I I mean it's like, over twenty years old. Yeah, like uh, I I know like even like like an AMC Eagle or a, a Pinto, a Ford Pinto. Like I mean, those are classic cars. Whether they are good cars <laughs> is uh, is another story entirely. That's that's a very good point. Uh, uh yeah. So this this movie, uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, I will warn you now that we we do get into spoiler territory when 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 talking about these films. Uh. Not that we're spoiling too much. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has this listed at a fifteen percent, so oh, it's uh, it, it's impressive. been spoiled. <laughs> you, you felt you felt like that was high. You felt like it should be lower. <laughs> yeah, no, I for for as 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 panned as it is, uh, you know, I expect it to be you know more along the lines of that Dragon Ball movie. Oh, okay, which is that like right. yeah, which is like nine or something like that. <laughs> So so let's go through just a quick sort of synopsis of what what this movie is. Uh Judge Dredd is actually based off of a comic series. This was a I think like a British some some sort of European comic series. Mm. Uh which is why it's not uh as readily known I think in the United States. Uh and it exists in a dystopian sort of future where most of the world has is like scorched earth apocalyptic uh wasteland except for these mega cities these gigantic cities that uh everyone's living on top of each other and they're overcrowded and the law in these cities is the street judges that are uh what is it like judge jury and executioner all in one um super cops that That, uh have the right to find you guilty that's right they're all they're all they're all in one they're like they're like a, uh, uh, they're like a Swiss Army knife. The the judges even have like toothpicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got scissors and a Phillips head screwdriver and everything you could need. That's right. <laughs> uh, okay, so and, and that's and Sylvester Stallone plays Judge Dredd. He is sort of the the super cop among super cops, uh, which. You would expect no less from Sly Stallone, correct? Uh, cor- correct. I mean, this is this is no stop or my mom will shoot. This is this is grade A <laughs> Stallone, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Um, you know he's he does actually a pretty good job. Like he doesn't he doesn't do any like, like very rarely throughout the movie he does he like do any like uh like wink and naughty type of Stallone stuff. Uh, for the most part, he, he plays it straight, which is what he should be doing. Um, I, I don't know. It's well, Stallone, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he plays it straight, but this, this Stallone character, uh, or Stallone character, the Dre- the Dread character, is uh, very much about the law. He is about as, as uh, black and white about the law as as can be and we discover through the course of the film that that is because he is not a naturally uh 
born individual, but that he was developed through this Janus program, mm-hmm. Janus, uh, to to be the perfect judge. And of course, when you have some sort of clone of perfection, there has to be a byproduct, I guess. <laughs> and and that was his uh his brother. What what's it? What was his name? Rico. Yeah. So Rico is the the ultimate evil character, the the yin to the yang of Judge Dredd. I don't know what is that. Yeah, that, is that accurate? I think that I think that's right. In the world in the world of mega cities, you know, yin and yang, Rico and Dredd. <laughs> oh, is, the the it, tale, tale as old as time. Is it? Is it? Uh, you know, Johnny Rico is in Starship Troopers, so you know maybe there's. <laughs> is, is, this, is this a crossover film? Is this something that? <laughs> yeah, after his time in uh, in the in the wars against the bugs, Johnny Rico that, turns into the bad those. guy. <laughs> uh, it's funny, it, you know. We've this. I don't know what it is about our Netflix rewatches, but we've done. We've done Starship Troopers. We've done uh, Big Trouble in Little China. We really seem to embrace these these action films that uh, are sort of they're sort of bad movies, but they have some interesting qualities to them yeah. too that kind of stick out in our in our mind. I don't know. Uh, what do you think about the casting decision to take a gritty, serious uh, yeah. action film? And then inject as the first person we get to meet Rob Schneider. Uh, you can't have a '90s movie without Rob Schneider. <laughs> that, that, that's right. Schindler's List. Rob Schneider, <laughs> starring role. Uh, he was, you can do it. He, <laughs> he's a raptor in Jurassic Park. <laughs> also, you can do it. <laughs> like as he's like just ripping into Muldoon. Uh, the, the 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 Velociraptors are like fumbling with the kitchen door and he's back there like you can do it <laughs> oh rob schneider he's he's so multi-talented um no yeah i i was i was trying to think back when i was watching this to to say like did i like rob schneider back then did i think he was a- appropriate and and with the exception of a few different parts i, I didn't didn't mind him too much uh, after rewatching. There were there were times where I'm like, okay, all right, tone it down a little bit, Rob Schneider, all right? Um, but uh, I I think they they inserted him as kind of like your the viewer's grounding point into this world. Like, oh, see, it's every man, Rob Schneider. He, <laughs> yeah, he's he's just one of us, uh, and he's in this weird situation. Isn't he funny? <laughs> Almost in the same way that Rico is the polar opposite in Good and Evil, uh, from from Judge Dredd, like Rob Schneider's character is the polar opposite in terms of seriousness to just completely not serious. Like there's they, and I guess it it forms a balance, and you see throughout the course of the film that that Dredd loosens up a little bit as he spends more time. Uh, with Schneider's character, but it's it just, there are times where it's so, I don't know, it's so off yeah. from the rest of the tone of the movie that it, it, it trips me out. But I mean, it's fine. He's fine. Yeah. He can, he can, he can do it. It's, it's good. <laughs> he and, 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 and I have to, if I think back to the mid nineties, I was a teenager who appreciated the highbrow comedy of Adam Sandler. That's right. So 
yeah, I think it, I think I probably would have been just fine with the casting uh, when it when it first came out. Yeah, I, this is this going out to a little side off territory, but Adam Sandler stuff in the in the nineties. Uh, you know, I had Adam's. You probably did too. His his albums, right? His CD albums. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. The the Talking Goat. And, uh... <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, he's beating me with a stick. Um, <laughs> I I always loved the the Talking Goat. He's like, hey goat, and then he's like, let's throw us a, throw me the throw me the football, and then he's like, <laughs> ah, f me in the goatee. That you really <laughs> wish that one. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh gosh! Uh, I was maybe the rest of this episode could just be us reminiscing on Adam Sandler album. Uh, yeah, I mean this is—it's uh, the same medium or uh, Fatty <laughs> Fatty McGee, where he's like, "Oh, here he comes! He's going up the steps." <laughs> hey guys! All right. Anyways, uh, anyways, so I was just about to comment about how unfunny I thought that stuff was nowadays, <laughs> but. Uh, but- Come to think of it, <laughs> come to think of it, no, actually, actually, uh, and it holds up. It holds up. Are are they having uh, sex or working out? <laughs> that, that's those, those people were doing squat thrusts. Uh, <laughs> now, I you you look back at, at movies like Billy Madison and uh, and Happy Gilmore, and they were huge films. They were they were gigantic uh, comedy films, and and I don't think they are appreciated as much now, especially because Adam Sandler is turning out new movies like every other week for mm-hmm. Netflix exclusives. Yeah. Um, but some of those early films, yeah, they still hold a special place in my heart. And Rob Schneider was there for, for every one of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so let's, let's talk about, let's, let's try to find a serious issue here in judge dread. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's, there's a line in the film uh, where they're talking about emotions and judge dread says emotions. There ought to be a law against them. Yeah. And no, I'm not doing a Stallone impression uh, in order to uh, <laughs> to do that. Uh, but but this this kind of leads to uh, a fundamental flaw with the Judge Dredd character in that he is so about the law that he loses uh, like the human side of his characteristics, and and he he would care less about there. There's an early scene when when he first meets Rob Schneider where Rob Schneider's hiding in some sort of food robot. And he says to him uh, that he's arresting him for breaking into the robot. And he's like, I was trying to save my life. I was trying to get away from these guys. What do you want me to do? Jump out a window. And it's like 40, it's 40, 40 stories down. I I would have died. And he's like, yeah, but it would have been legal. And it's, it's this sort of disconnection between, yeah, is the law in place to, for the betterment of people or is the law in place for itself and it doesn't matter if people live or die so long as they're following the rules. Yeah. What, 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 what do you think about that? I think that's an interesting point you bring up uh, in the, in the sense that, you know, we, we get, we get all the time where we're like, okay, Hey, it's, it's black and white. It's against the law. Um, somebody stealing bread to to feed feed their family that they they can't afford right like what's what's the bigger what's the bigger evil the uh, the you know letting the family starve to death or making sure that somebody pays however much money for the bread um in in Diane Lane uh who is also the yin 
uh, to Dred's Yang, right? Because she's a there's, woman and he's a man. There's a, there's a lot of different, yeah. Which her her character's name is Hershey. Hershey. Her, her, um, she. Could it be a more feminine typecast name? Way to, way than, to go, misogyny than... Dread. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> uh, but she even says uh, some, I, I forget the exact word, right? But basically, ex- oh, extenuating circumstances. Where she's like, you know, sometimes it's it's okay uh, to not say you're breaking the law. Um, and Rob Schneider eventually confronts him on that when they're on the the, the prison plane and says, you know, uh, Dread tells him, yeah, well, you got arrested that you broke the law. Um, and he's like, well, I'm innocent. And Dread says, I'm innocent. He's like, well, isn't that funny? How can you yeah, how can you explain that, Mister Man? Yeah, it, in that argument, Dredd is basically telling him the law is not wrong. You broke the law, and therefore, you know you're you're serving your sentence. But then, at the in the same breath, is trying to convey that he didn't break the law and that the law made a mistake or something. So it's it's very contradictory, and uh, and I think these are the the character flaws in Dredd that. Are they're they're on display, but I don't know. Do you feel like over the course of the film, yes, he goes on, he they break back into Mega City, he confronts Rico, they thwart his plan to create all these mutant super soldiers. But is there any actual character develop in development in dread over the course of the film? from your opinion, where he actually changes that aspect of himself? Uh, what, do you, what do you think? Maybe not that aspect of himself, but he does change. You know, he learns, he learns to, to appreciate life. Uh, and, and he smiles. He smiles at the end with, with Diane Lane. and they, they, share, <laughs> they share a passionate, passionate but brief kiss. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And in, in that uh, sense, J- Dredd has, has grown a lot <laughs> immensely. Yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, but then at the end, he just slaps on all of his gear again, and the crowd, in thunderous oh. <laughs> applause, like cheers him going back out onto the streets. Celebrate I, good times, <laughs> come on! <laughs> and I was just like, "Is this like, like he wasn't necessarily a great guy at the beginning? Yeah, he was the best judge, based on that set of standards. But I don't know, like." <laughs> When they're all like, yeah, he's back out there. Like, I was like, he, I don't know if it was great what he was doing in the first place. Maybe <laughs> if he has changed a little bit, yay. But uh, so, so does, is Hershey, does she become the, the, the next Supreme Chancellor Valorum or whatever? I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think anybody is now. And I think Dredd's like, ah, screw it, whatever. I just want to, I just want to kill people. I just want to <laughs> execute people. I, I just, I just want to get out there and do the dirty work, you know? I, I mean, uh, five, five, five years for breaking into a food robot. <laughs> I mean, I'll care about people as I as I shoot them in the face, um, but I still want to shoot people in the face when it comes down to it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if we're really getting down to brass tacks, like I don't want to give that up. And and <laughs> uh, yeah, so this this uh, a few other things to comment on this movie. Uh, Ninety five video graphics, uh, CGI was lit af um the although i i will say the uh the robot that rico uses as his bodyguard 
uh that thing holds up yeah like, it does that that thing's that thing's still pretty cool looking in my opinion mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah uh i i've always i've always thought that that robot that abc robot or whatever it is was just always so cool and i think uh i think kevin can is, is a fan of the dread comics and i think he can elaborate in the comments kevin if you will uh, whether or not that is actually part of the uh, Dread comic as well, like that that type of or that style of robot. Yeah, I uh, I had never, still have never read a Dread comic, so I don't, I I can't say how accurate it was to right. the films. Um, but I am curious because I I know uh, doing a lit, a very brief amount of research for this episode uh, that in the Dread comics. Judge Shred never really removes his helmet, Ever. or if he does, Ever. they they never show his actual face in the comics. No, um, which is why I think Arnold Schwarzenegger was approached for the role, and he turned it down because he's like, "No, I want people to see my glorious face," you know. <laughs> uh, and obviously, they changed that over the course of the film, right? Right. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. It's uh. Ah. I, would would you be interested in reading a dread comic after, after watching this film? Uh, maybe not. Well, yeah, I I was. I never I never went and found a dread comic, and and that's really a short side on my part, and, and not actually ever reading one of the comics. I've always wanted to. I just I just haven't for whatever reason. Um, yeah, you know, and it's another one of those things where you don't know where to start. Where do you where do you start? You don't want to jump in in the middle of anything. Uh, but I I yeah. do eventually want to to read one. And this is even after dread came out with Carl Urban. Um, and I, yeah. And I, you, you saw the new dread movie, right? Yeah, of course I, I, I own it. You own it. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't big, own watch judge out, dread. big money over here. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what, what do you let, let's just real quickly, okay. uh, do a compare contrast. Uh, what do you like about the new dread movie? And what do you think they did better in that interpretation of dread versus the 95 flop um what i think first of all i like that they make everything very kind of for the most part realistic and dread um i mean maybe the the slow mo drug kind of you know whatever may that's a little unrealistic but um and then this this the psychic stuff um with his partner but i like how how gritty it is i like that he's just like he's just he's just a badass like he is a badass in this he's not like He's not fake badass like Stallone is like in the, <laughs> at, at the very beginning of the movie where he's just like standing on the Mr. St- Stallone if you're listening to this that was Brandon's comment not mine. <laughs> like uh, like where he's like standing in the street and uh, the terrorists whatever are shooting down at him in all his glorious cod piece glory. Ah uh, yeah. And, the big golden shoulder pads and everything. Yeah. So, yeah and he's like there's there's shooting whatever uh caliber rounds and that only goes 300 yards. And we're 400 yards. Like, like that's the extent of his badassness in the, in the very beginning. Um, whereas, that he understands their effective range yeah. of fire. Yeah. So. And, and Carl Urban just in Dread is just, he, he's just a, he's just a badass and all, pretty much always has control of the situation in it. And I, and I feel like that's what Dread should, should be. All right. All right. Uh, but, but Judge Dread has, uh, my, my guy, my old man crush, Max von Sydow. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Everything he's in, I just, I just want to, just want to cuddle with him. 
Yeah, it's it's a good casting, although he kind of goes out like a chump uh, in this movie. I d- I'm, I'm kind of bummed by how he meets his demise. And even his death scene in the film, like, it's literally... Sylvester Stallone says, don't die! And then it cuts to Max von Sydow and he just goes, ugh, and die. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just, like, so, is that, like... Is that not how we do it? Ugh. That's... That, ugh. <laughs> uh, but it was just so, like... I don't know. It was it was really clunky, that, that death scene, and I, I feel like it could have been executed a little bit better. Sure, but sure. Anyway, that's... That's my feeling on it. You know, uh, any anything else you wanna you wanna say about this film before we move on to? Yeah, I, the future episodes. There, there's, there's a. I have two things that I want to do. One, um, I one I want us to in our best Stallone impression say "I am the law." <laughs> uh, okay. Right. Do you want to go first? No, I want I want you to go first. All right. I am the law. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't do a Stallone impression. Man, uh, that's like that's like as good as my impressions. <laughs> Bob Bob Carroll knows my impressions as, "Hey, I'm Brandon Cruz. I'm now I'm Stallone. I'm the law." Hey guys, it's me, Brandon Cruz. Hey. Uh, all right, here, here I go. I am the law. <laughs> <laughs> like he's questioning it. He's got inner turmoil. He's not sure. Is he the law? Is he not the law? Uh, <laughs> All right. So that was the first thing I want to do. Thank you so much for that, for that Travis. Uh, the second thing I want to do, uh, this is, I think this is really important for us. It's, it's a little bit of a game. I like to call, if you had to pick a current sitting justice of the Supreme Court <laughs> to, to travel the streets, and acting as judge, jury, and executioner, which one would you pick? Uh, oh gosh. Okay. I mean that. Uh... <laughs> so, so you have you you want you want me to list them off just so you know who to. I I think I know who I'm gonna pick. Okay. Um, but I because I, <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg is still a sitting Supreme Court justice. Yes. <laughs> uh yeah i i i mean i don't know that she would be the most effective um (laughs) i i I think i'd like to see john roberts in that in that uh judge helmet (laughs) i think he's got a he's got a pretty predominant chin and it would uh you know he he would he could he could pull off the look but yeah uh judge ruth bader ginsburg would uh she would uphold the law dude i I there is no arguments. I don't like <laughs> hands down. She is the one I'd want to see in that judge helmet. <laughs> maybe maybe we can work out a uh, a Photoshop for this week's uh this week's graphic for the episode. Can, can you can you uh, imagine her in like the Supreme Court like robe with that helmet on, <laughs> just riding one of those huge ass motorcycles? <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's the future we're headed towards. You know, it's as depicted in in the ninety five classic. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, that is our opinion on the movie. Uh, we did not give any prior warning to anyone uh, that we we're doing this Netflix rewatch. So hopefully you get a chance to head out to Netflix or maybe your DVD collection if if that is the case and, and check out this movie. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Do you remember it fondly? Do you remember it as a steaming pile of manure? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we, we would like to know your thoughts on the film and you can hit us up on our social media. Uh, over at facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show. 
uh, on Twitter at Apathusiast or over on Instagram at Apathetic underscore Enthusiasm. There are links to all of those over at ApatheticEnthusiasm.com where you can find this episode as well as every other episode of our show submitted for your approval, uh, some videos, some blogs, all kinds of stuff over on the website. Uh, Brandon, we have a lot of big things coming up. Ayo. And uh, we are... We are Getting towards the end of the year, it is December, so uh, much like we did last year, we are going to be doing a year in review episode uh, on the podcast, Hey-o. and I want I want to I want to get it out get out in front of it and say that if people have a particular episode that that we covered in the last year that really stood out to them, or maybe there's you know there's a lot of people that have said 2016 was like the worst year ever, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And and we want to know why you think that might be. We, if you have something that we would like to co- that you'd like us to cover on this year in review episode, hit us up on all those social sites. Uh, along with that, if if you're if you're doing the math, we are we're approaching our 100th podcast, our 100th episode of Apathetic Enthusiasm. We're so close, Brandon. We're almost done. I can almost I can almost taste it. <laughs> Um, but stay tuned for that. We're, we're trying to come up with some, some fun things to do for that episode. And, uh, finally December means star Wars in my opinion. Oh yeah. Rogue one, rogue one, a star Wars story comes out very soon. And, uh, whether Brandon wants to or not, we will definitely discuss elements of that film, uh, later this month. That's that's absurd. Why would I not, why would I not want to do that? I I don't, I don't know. You're contrarian. You just, you, 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 Yes, I am. <laughs> I I fought I fought to say yes, I am. <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh wait. Oh, that makes him right. Uh, all right. Uh, so that's that's all the notes I've got written down, Brandon. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? No, sir. I just want to. Well, I say no, and then I comment. Yes. Thanks for thanks for listening, everybody. To those listeners who are there listening, it, it means a bunch. And tell tell a friend, tell a family member. Um, if we are your yeah, friends, go. tell a tell a different friend. Yeah, Cause, cause, don't tell us. I mean, you could tell us you listen to the show. Yeah, we appreciate that. But tell people we don't know. We've already told all the people <laughs> yeah. we know about the show. So like, so Caulfield, don't just send me a message and say, "Hey, I listened." <laughs> uh, oh, and 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 also a special plug for submitted for your approval who has a special guest coming up this week. Oh. I don't know how special it is, but it's it's me. It's oh. me. I'm, I, I'm, I'm on your podcast this next week. So. So, go, yeah. so go check out Submitted for Your Approval also, the Twilight Zone podcast. That's right. Thanks. All right. And uh, until okay. until next it. week, I'm Brandon. And I'm Travis. We'll see you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.